Do you ever feel like prep for your family vacation turns into a marathon of tasks that leaves you more exhausted than excited? That's what we're diving into in today's episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. We're chatting about taking the stress out of family vacation prep with actionable mom-tested strategies tailored to fit your family's unique needs. You'll walk away knowing how to create a realistic packing list, the secret to keeping self-care on the radar, and most importantly, how to spread out that pre-vacation task list over time. Stick around for less last-minute chaos and looking forward to your time away. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Today's episode is all about that pre-vacation hustle, the mad scramble of packing and prepping that can add even more stress to the already hectic grind of day-to-day mom life. If you're nodding along, trust me, you're not alone. So many of us feel that added pressure when it's time to pack the family up and head off on vacation. But what if I told you there's a better way? Imagine feeling calm and collected in the days leading up to your vacation, knowing that you have everything under control. Picture not just surviving the vacation prep, but actually thriving because it's all possible. And in this episode, we're going to map out just how to get there. We're going to explore why planning ahead is a game changer for stress-free vacations. And we'll also talk about crafting a packing list that works for your family. And most importantly, we'll chat about how to spread out that pre-vacation task list over time so you can minimize overwhelm and maximize your enjoyment. So if you're ready to turn the chaos of pre-vacation hustle into a stress-free, streamlined process, this episode is for you. Let's dive in and change the way you approach family vacations for good. And we all know that getting your family ready to go out of town, even if it's just for a night away, adds so much extra pressure to our already full plates. And so I really want you to, if nothing else, walk away from this episode considering what it could be like to do a little bit more advanced prep work to get your family ready for that time away so that you're not saving it all for the last minute. Because the truth is you already have more to-dos than hours in your day. So when you try to add on even more, you're creating circumstances that are only going to result in stress, frustration, less sleep, 
all the things that you don't want in the days leading up to your time away. As much as you might be looking forward to your time on vacation with your family, the travel days to get to your destination are when you need to be at your best. So if you're spending the day or two before you head out of town stressing, running yourself ragged, and really spiking your cortisol levels, you aren't setting yourself up to be in a place where you're calm, energized, and ready to keep up with the demands of travel. So instead, let's take some small but meaningful steps to prepare in advance. And I'm not talking about having it be a complicated plan that's going to take up a whole bunch of time because ultimately we want something that's going to be efficient. But let's not only make it efficient, let's also make sure that it's happening well in advance of your departure. So typically, I try to always get ready the weekend before we leave, maybe even two weekends before. If I can do some packing or if I can do some prepping in advance, it's going to help so much when we get to the days leading up to travel because I've already done enough in advance that all the last minute things that will just have to happen, you know, like packing the toothbrushes, charging devices, things like that, it'll fit in more naturally and it won't take as much out of me. And I want the same for you as well. And if you're like, sounds great, but I don't have the capacity to even begin to put a plan together, you don't even have to worry about that. If you go to momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide or the show notes, I have a free family vacation prep guide that I want you to go download. I've taken all the possible to-dos that you have to get done from planning your vacation to preparing for your vacation and put them into a timeline so that it feels more realistic and doable in the weeks leading up to your vacation. So you're only adding a couple of to-dos to your plate every weekend or every week and spreading them out so that they feel so much more manageable and a whole lot less stressful. So make sure you go check that out at momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide. I think that you're going to find it also helps really prevent those moments where you're like, oh shoot, I forgot that I needed to go to the store and grab extra diapers. Or, oh my gosh, I waited too long and now none of the doggy daycare centers have space for our pup. You want to make sure that you're ahead of some of these things so that you're not also adding stress because you've waited to the last minute and forgotten things. There's nothing worse than having those moments. So that checklist will really help you just kind of have a pulse at least on like, okay, yeah, this is important. This applies to us. This is less important. And you'll really get a sense of how much you have to plan for in terms of how much time and effort it's going to take to actually get your family out of town for this vacation. And I think that that's really important for us to keep in mind that You know, if you look at an example of, say, the checklist that I put together for you, your family is unique. I can try to anticipate what your family might need to account for, but it may not apply to your family, which is great. So when you print it off, cross off the things that don't matter. Just because they're suggested to you, and this applies to literally everything as a parent, if it doesn't feel right or if it doesn't suit your family's needs, then give yourself permission to say, that's not right for us and move on. You're also going to find that maybe I forgot to include something on the list. And if you feel like I did, can you do me a favor? Shoot me a DM and say, hey, this needs to get added into the timeline. I think this is really helpful or important. I'm going to update that list and I'm going to send you a copy your way. So don't hesitate to reach out and tell me, like, what is it that your family needs? 
that I love knowing what makes every family work well. And the more that I can really include that in the resources that I create for you, the more meaningful and supportive they are. So please reach out if you have an idea for what I could add to that list. Now, of course, there are things to consider too when your family is going out of town. If you're going to be traveling internationally, make sure that you've got all the paperwork in advance for getting passports or maybe visas. Make sure that you actually have a backup copy of your kid's birth certificates. I can't tell you how often I almost forget those. And sometimes I'm really scrambling to try to find the backup copies. I know I have started keeping them in my passport wallet, even though I'm not always traveling with my passport. It's just my go-to place when we are heading out of town now. I know exactly where the extra birth certificates are. I just grab them and we go. So think about those things as well. And then if you are traveling to an area where there are potential health risks, I want you to research those. Sometimes you have to get vaccinated to travel to certain places as well. So keep that in mind in case you're headed somewhere exotic. And I also think it's important when we are traveling with our kids, do what you can to research the nearby hospitals, the local urgent care, where the drugstores are. You just want to have this information on hand because there's nothing worse than traveling and your child getting sick or injured and you being at a point of pressure, whether it's an emergency situation or, you know, in the middle of the night, you want to already have that planned for it. It doesn't take that much time to do. And I feel like it really does make a difference in helping you feel prepared. Now, if you're headed out of town and your kids are staying behind, you should also consider writing a letter that gives your caregivers consent to seek out medical care for your child. So that means then if they have to go to the pediatrician or urgent care or the emergency room, they can bring that letter along that shows that they have your consent to, you know, have your child treated by a medical team. So also keep that in mind. Also, if you do have a child with special dietary needs, it can be a little bit of extra work to have to research, you know, which stores are going to have the foods your kids love. Do you want to maybe ship an order from Target or Amazon to your destination that would help you have some of their favorite shelf-stable foods on hand? I know too, on kind of a related note, that when we're running a house or a condo, I'll even order groceries for pickup in advance. If we have had a long day of travel and we're getting to the house and we don't have food on hand, it just is hard to ask the kids to also have to go to the grocery store or maybe I don't want to stop and have more fast food. I want to actually have some fresh options on hand. It's amazing to be able to Pick up your groceries on your way to the rental or even better if you can have them delivered. The extra $10 it costs you for that convenience is often so worth it after a long day of travel. So just consider, you know, having that grocery list done or that order done. You want to have that done in advance. So that's another great thing to keep on your list of things to do ahead of time that can help you really start your vacation off on such a great note. Another thing that we're so quick to forget about when we're thinking about, well, what do I need to do to get ready? Like we're all too aware that we need to make sure we check in for a flight. We need to make sure that we have our itinerary in place or that we know the route we're going to take for the car trip or that we have to pack our suitcases. Those are the obvious things, right? 
But there are the other things that we want to make sure you don't overlook. So I already talked about like pet care, but also the time it takes to clean out your fridge. If you're going away for a week, you're going to want to go through and clean out anything that's going to spoil while you're gone. I know that me personally, I don't like to come home to a house that's untidy. There's just something about that that is just the worst. I want to come home feeling fresh and relaxed. I don't want to walk in the door and be overwhelmed by everything that I have to start getting done now that we're back from our vacation. So I always make time to make sure that the house is tidy, the beds are made, small things like that. That's a personal preference. No judgment if that does not affect you. For me, when I visually see clutter or disorganization, I feel that overwhelm and stress because I know I'm the one that's going to have to coordinate getting it all back under control. So for me, when I'm planning ahead, I'm going to carve out an hour to just tidy up the house, you know, maybe the day before we leave, just so that I'm setting myself up for success when we get back. And another big one for that is I do all the laundry before we go. Again, some might be saying, Erin, that's just making way more work. I don't want to do that. But you have to remember, I've been working backwards usually for a week or two in prepping for this vacation. I'm not packing suitcases the night before we're leaving. That's already been done usually on the weekend before. So I have the time and capacity to pick up these extra tasks that I probably wouldn't otherwise really have that opportunity to focus on because I'd be frantically trying to make sure I've got everything I need to get out of town. So if that's kind of going through your head, I want you to think about how that experience could shift for you as well when you start working backward. So again, if you want that timeline to help you kind of pace that out, just go to momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide. And again, it's linked in the show notes, totally free. Just download it, print it off. I think you're going to find it really quite useful. And if you are traveling long distance, especially whether that's for a car trip or a long flight, I feel like... It takes a whole new skill set to keep the kids occupied, entertained, content, and enjoying themselves without everyone starting to really lose it. So if you are heading somewhere that's more of a long distance or you feel like it's just going to be hard for your kids and you're trying to figure out, all right, how am I going to keep this all together? How am I going to keep the kids occupied and entertained and at the same time not feel like I am on 100% of the time. I'm linking in the show notes to a two-part blog post that I did on surviving and even enjoying long haul flights with your kids. This is a blog post I put together a few years ago when we flew to Hawaii with the kids. I'm trying to remember. It was in 2019. So coming up this fall, it will have been four years ago. So Stella was three and Theo was five. And I mean, a young three and a young five. So if you have little ones who you're like, yeah, I'm in that boat. I need to know what I can do to just simplify all of that. And we need to go check out that post. And even if you're driving, I have some good recommendations for little activities or toys for kids at those ages and even a little bit older. So go check that out just because I feel like it's all about how do you prepare as much as possible for that. I do feel like you do need to be a little bit more prepared than maybe just like a one-hour flight or a two-hour flight. That you can get by pretty easily. But when you've got little ones and you're really stretching it out, it can be hard on them. So coming prepared helps a lot with everyone staying content. And 
there's even some tips in there for getting through the airport, especially with the baby and just the kids. It can feel like a really overwhelming juggle. So I try to share with you all my tips right there. Be sure to check that post out. And then also I wanted to make time for us to talk about what else you can do to set yourself up for success in terms of packing. One thing I love to do is have a master packing list of what my normal things are that everyone is going to need when I'm preparing to get out of town with the whole family. So that shifts over time. So I didn't include that necessarily in the download, but I did give you like categories of, all right, make your list of all the baby supplies that you need. So think in terms of like categories, or I might be like, what's on Theo's list? What's on Stella's list? Creating that master template for yourself one time that just needs some small adjustments for future trips will help you just not have to start from scratch every time. So you can grab that in the download too in terms of I give you the categories of everything you are going to want to consider when you're packing, but just use that as your springboard into creating that master list that you can come back to time and again. It'll make it so much quicker to actually just get to the packing as opposed to feeling like you got to sit down and rack your brain for everything. It really helps you prevent those moments of, oh no, I forgot the kids' toothbrushes. Like I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Just having that is huge. And one tip there is I always have like my packing list and then I always have the list running of what are the last minute items, you know, like toothbrushes where the morning of, you're kind of grabbing those, or if you've been charging devices all night, things like that, you want a separate list so that when you're running out the door, you're like, all right, I'm only grabbing these five things, and you can check that so you're not trying to hold on to it all in your head because you're surely going to forget something if you try to do it that way. And then just remember that as your kids get a little bit older, they are capable of helping with the preparation. So as you're going through this prep checklist, Think about what could the kids be doing? How could they be helping? Could they help with cleaning up the playroom? Could they help clean out the fridge? Would they enjoy helping plan what snacks they want to get from when you place a grocery order? And also, as they get older, they like to have autonomy and say over what they bring with them on their trips. So encourage them to pick three toys to add to their backpack or encourage them to pick some of the clothes that they need. Now, at the time of this recording, Theo is almost nine. And I'd say for the past year or two, he has been packing his own clothes for trips. So what I do to ensure that he has everything he needs is I make him a checklist of what he'll need for that trip. So you need, you know, three play outfits. So three shorts, three t-shirts. I don't care what they are. He knows what play outfits are. And then I might say two outfits for dinner, polo jeans, polo khakis. We need a pair of some trunks and pool slides. And so I just make him that very simple checklist, go over it with him and then say, all right, pick out your things and lay them out on your bed. And then we just go back over the checklist together to make sure everything looks good. And then we put it in the suitcase. I don't even know if that necessarily at this point saves time. But, you know, the next evolution of that is going to be, all right, how can you plan for what's appropriate for the vacation that we're going on? Which I feel like he's just about there, right? So, you know, we're going to be gone for 10 days. You don't have to bring 10 outfits because we're going to do some laundry while we're there. How many days of outfits do you think would be a good number? And having them start 
planning ahead and anticipating, thinking about what their needs are going to be. That's such an important life skill. So it may not be saving time to have the kids do that or effort, but you are instilling those skills of being independent, being responsible for themselves, planning ahead. And those are so important. I think that when you put the time and effort into teaching them those skills, it's also a lot more fulfilling or rewarding than if you were just doing it all yourself. So consider that as something that you can make time for as you are packing for your family vacation. And then I want to make sure that you remember as well that getting ready for the family vacation might be less stressful by doing more of the prep work in advance and planning ahead. But I also want you to consider how doing that is going to help you maintain some level of self-care in the days leading up to the trip. I mean, just the planning and advanced preparation alone is a form of self-care because you aren't stressing yourself out, right? You're preventing the circumstances of wearing yourself down before you even get out of town. But I also want you to think too about once you are out of town, what can you do for yourself? Because I think when it really comes down to going out of town with the family, it can still be a lot. It can be really draining. It can be really emotional. It can be really exhausting for us. So I want you to have some realistic expectations for yourself that the days are not going to be as relaxing as you anticipate. But then I also want you to plan ahead. What can you do for yourself? Can you give yourself an 30-minute window each day to go do something for you, even if it is just go take a walk by yourself. You know, are you traveling somewhere where someone can hang out with the kids so you and your partner can go grab lunch together? You know, find little ways to bring that element of self-care into your time away with your family. It's not selfish. It's important. You need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and vacations are the perfect time to do that. But that doesn't happen if you don't put the intention into it. So I really want to remind you to find ways to make that happen during your trip. If you can plan it and schedule it in, I always think that's great because then it's on the agenda, everyone knows about it, and it, it will happen. So definitely think about if you can schedule a massage. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing, right? Or even just say like, hey, we don't really have anything going on on Thursday. Do you mind if I head into town and enjoy the shops for an hour by myself? No one's going to tell you no. That's going to be a great opportunity to just enjoy your time away. So don't hesitate to do that. It's really important to build in that rest time. And with that too, make sure you don't overschedule your days. That goes for you, but your whole family. If you overschedule your days, I think... You're just setting yourself up for really high expectations, which means you're setting yourself up for the possibility of a lot of disappointment. Vacations take a lot out of our kids. There's a lot more activity, excitement. Sleep schedules are often thrown off. So do what you can to plan some downtime in the afternoon. I don't care how old your kids are. We even as grown-ups, we need that downtime in the afternoon, maybe before dinner. Be okay with having a wish list of extra things you'd like to do that if you guys are up for it, you can go. But I wouldn't plan much more than one or two things in your day. Just give yourselves the capacity to be flexible. I think that's so important when we're traveling with our little ones. All right. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to do a quick recap of what we've covered and what you want to keep in mind as you get ready for your next family vacation. We started out by recognizing the fact that pre-vacation prep can feel like an overwhelming marathon of tasks, but it doesn't have to be. You have the power to change the narrative and create a vacation prep process 
that is more manageable and less stressful. We've talked about the importance of planning ahead, not just to avoid forgetting things, but also to spread out the tasks over time so that you reduce the overwhelm and allow yourself to approach vacation prep with a greater sense of calm and control. Remember to give yourself that grace and start early. We also dove into the magic of a well-thought-out packing list. This isn't just about avoiding forgetting items, but it's about crafting a list that reflects your family's unique needs. Keep it simple, keep it specific, and involve your kids where you can. And finally, let's make sure that self-care doesn't take a backseat during your vacation. Building in rest and relaxation time is as essential as packing your kids' favorite snacks. Your next family vacation is going to feel different. It's going to be less about the stress and more about the excitement, the anticipation, and the fun. You've got this, especially when you grab that free checklist in the show notes or at momlifehandbook.com slash travel guide. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love for you to share it with your mom friends who you know are traveling soon or to leave a review to share your thoughts about the tips in today's episode. And as we wrap up, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.